episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today, a brand new rock star, just getting to know her. She's a digital advertising expert. She's an entrepreneur. She's a consultant, Meredith Callaher. Thank you so much for joining me. Kirby, thanks so much for having me. I'm really glad to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you. And I want to, I want to dive in. We've got a lot of ground to cover here. Um, you, as I said, you're a digital advertising expert and that could be, we're going to talk about some Facebook paid stuff, all that sort of thing. But I want to start with what I think is a little bit foundational, which is websites. Um, so what are some mistakes you see business owners making on their website and how, how do you think they can fix it? Well, usually they, um, the number one mistake I see is the layout of the website and, um, starting with the top of the fold, which is where people, what they see when they land on your website, right? Or scrolling on the phone too, what's on their phone screen, which a lot of times everybody's mobile. Um, I, there, I really want businesses to um, appeal to the people that are ready to work with them right Mm -hmm. now. And so you're going to have your call to action. And like, basically for me, you know, it's, um, expand your reach and explode your sales with digital ads. It doesn't say I'm changing, but it's like, work with me now, click here. Pretty much. It doesn't say that, but basically. Um, And because if somebody is ready to give me dollars, I want to make it as easy as possible for them to give me dollars. Right. And, and then you basically appeal to the people um, on various levels of interest all the way down. Like, um, usually I, um, well, right now I've been working on a new landing page. It's not live yet, but, um, and I kind of tested different things that, um, people resonated with people. And the next thing I went to is kind of is testimonials mm-hmm. from clients. So people that are like, Oh Yeah. I don't know if I'm quite ready to work with you. Like I've never heard of you before. Like that right. would usually be someone that has heard all about you, came to your website, ready to work with you. The next people maybe just need a little convincing and all they need is maybe a banner bar of, of logos of companies you work with before, maybe okay. testimony and so basically yeah. give them information all the way down. Don't, you know, the next might be like the value add that your product or service is going to give to them the benefits mm-hmm. of, yep. of if they work with you and then you want to pop in that and if you want to work with me click here so there's right. going to be call to actions all the way but i usually can spot pretty quickly that it's not set up correctly if that top of the fold doesn't have the call to action with the um transformation mm-hmm. statement at the top yeah yeah one of, one of my rules of business I, I talk about this a lot is never get in the way of someone who's trying to give me money yeah. And it's, it sounds so incredibly simple, but it's amazing how many times, how many businesses get like literally get in the way. They're like, Hey, I'd like to buy from you. Well, but you need to do this. Yeah. Easiest way possible. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. All right. So I've, I've read you're a numbers person. So I want to, I, I want to talk a little bit about some basics of Facebook and Instagram ads. What are, what are the basics mm-hmm. to drive profit? Okay. So the basics, well, digital advertising is on Facebook and Instagram specifically Mm -hmm. is really good for um, targeting audiences. And um, sorry, I I looked at these questions right before we got on the call. No, no problem. Is putting your offer in front of the people that you 
think would really like to buy your product. The difference between Facebook and Instagram ads and Google ads is um, the basic difference. There's lots of different types of Google ads, right. but um, primarily Google search ads are what people think of. Like you search for something, right? Yeah. And then the somebody's paid to be at the top of your search results. Right. Well, that's a hot, Google is serving you up a hot lead. Right. I search for branded, you know, branded, goods for my business and you pop up at the top well okay so that's going to be more expensive because yeah. that's a very hot lead but on facebook we don't necessarily pay for hot leads like that we facebook has access to a lot of our digital profile in fact we linkedin more so because we tell linkedin where yeah. the places we've worked before and all this but again because of that, LinkedIn's more expensive right. that, to advertise. But with Facebook, we give them all this information about us. Mm -hmm. And then they track everything we do on platform. And then, so then when you identify your ideal customer, you might say it is a woman. A lot of people say it's a woman between the ages of 38 and 48, but it could be, um, maybe it's a man that's, that's 42, that likes to fish, that lives in the um, Southeast part of the country. Mm -hmm. um, you can target that guy and mm -hmm. only show ads to that guy. And that, that that's really the, the, um, the, yeah, the power of Facebook and Instagram. And then the other, the second biggest part is there's different objectives. So, um, if you just want to make a bunch of those guys aware of your business, they're not going to charge you very much just to put out there who you are. So you can pick and you can pick 16 different objectives mm -hmm. on Facebook. And the most expensive one is to ask someone to go off of the platform and buy something from you, right. To give mm -hmm. you cash, but and, and it's worth doing that. If you can like run the numbers and figure out, like, you know who your customer is pretty well right. and you've got a great offer for him, then it might be worth investing in those purchase ads. But maybe you're just getting started and they, nobody knows your business and you're not quite sure. It's really powerful for testing audiences. Yeah. You could, you could um, put together a video about your business mm -hmm. and test, you know, men in this and men in uh, that live in, big cities or women that don't live in big cities and you can exclude certain geographic areas and just you can see the results of who resonated with your video so i think that the, that's the most to give you a long answer to your question no, it's the, is the audience targeting capabilities and then the um ability to pick your own objective mm -hmm. based on what you're yeah, I've heard I, I've heard a lot about the idea of picking the objective and how the algorithm works, um, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, it, I want them to click on a link. Well, yeah. they're going to show it to people who have shown the propensity for clicking on links. That is a part of their behavior. And so I think that is super fascinating to me that that the algorithm can kind of delineate that. And I, I think that by being smart about the objective, you can really make a difference. I have right? got to tell you, Kirby, I, I've seen it's. It's true. Yes. So there's, there's, um, to get people to come to your website and maybe, um, a lot of, I've worked with some course creators and a lot of them, uh, um, will sell their courses in the webinar, right? Okay. So we use ads to sign people up for a free webinar, okay. but it's, it's free dollar wise, but it is an hour of your time. Right. And so it's not a cheap ad necessarily. I mean, it's cheaper than asking them to pay. For a webinar but still it's not the same as giving you a free 
free PDF because right. I don't need any of your time for that, right? But anyway, so there's an objective called conversions. And it, it just means if you're asking the, somebody to give you something, I don't know why that, I, I like, I'm analytical. I <laughs> like, they yeah. don't know why that word is what they always use for, like, um, if you ask people for email or for money, it's a conversion. Okay. And there's an objective. So like you're saying, that's conversion. And if you use that objective, that, that's just like you were just saying, Facebook goes and looks for people that are likely to, to convert, to give an email. Mm -hmm. um, and you can, you not only that, you tell them what you tell Facebook, what you're asking for. I'm asking for a lead, which would mean an email. I'm asking for a sale. I'm asking people to um, add money to their, add a product to their cart. Right. And they go like, well, there's also a cheaper ad campaign that's called traffic ad. Okay. And it, it has a purpose um, in different scenarios. But if um, you want to sign someone up for a webinar registration and what tra traffic means, sorry, let me back up, is you're asking Facebook to send a bunch of traffic to a website, right. but you don't bring up that conversion. Well, they can find a lot more people to send to your website than they can to convert. But I, I just, I just worked with um, a gal, and she has an awesome course. She has a tap dance course that mm -hmm. teaches um, other tap teachers how to run their tap class better. And she was a rockhead, and her ads do well. But she just had a certain budget she wanted to spend, and I could not convince her. Like it did, she didn't believe me that Facebook would. Um, be able to find people that clicked for her webinar rather than yeah. traffic. And because her course, she's, it did fine. It did well, but I, I, I couldn't, I wanted, I tried to show her, like, I promise you, I've seen it and other clients. If you run yeah. the conversion ad, it works better. Than the yeah. traffic ad. So it is a computer guys. I did some advice. Don't try to beat Facebook at its own game. I mean, yeah. really it, because we are smart people, but they've got the computer. It's yeah. not, it's not a bunch of, girls and guys over there trying to get our money you know yeah. no it makes total sense makes total sense and yeah. it's their game right it's yeah. their game they, yeah. they're gonna win it yeah um so we, we talked a little bit about the numbers there so speaking of numbers like if you are uh, an entrepreneur small business how do you know when you're ready for a paid strategy um well when you have um i mean you you, you know i have a lot of um, when I, I love, I love small businesses and I have worked with small businesses for quite a while. And, for, um, you know, I do have friends that will start businesses and that really want to spend zero on marketing. And it is worthwhile. If you have a ton of time to invest in marketing your business, then there, there you might not have to invest dollars, but your time is worth something, you know? Yeah. So anyway, first of all, you do have to have a budget, um, right. but you could choose to you know, invest in um, paid ads. You could choose to start with something else, not paid ads sure. because so, but the first requirement is um, a budget. Mm -hmm. And um, the second requirement is, well, there's no, no second requirement, but I do suggest that you have a proven offer, mm -hmm. meaning you've sold, um, you've sold the product, the package, the service before, like I mentioned, this might not make sense. So in e-commerce, but it, I mean, it kind of does, but like I see, and I've done this before, actually. I, um, the reason I work with course creators some is because I created a course once and I just knew it was going to be, um, it was a really good idea. Mm -hmm. It was Instagram strategy for busy doctors. Cause I had okay. seen all these doctors. I was kind of a local marketing expert and I'd seen all these doctors trying to do their own 
social media and it wasn't working. So I had a system that they could implement in place. And, and I mean, so we made, I did it with a partner, another local advertising expert. We made the most beautiful course. Like you've ever seen, like yeah. all the bells and whistles spent money on Facebook ads and nobody bought it. Like, mm -hmm. but we had 500 people at our webinar and no, because we use Facebook ads to get them there. Mm. And that was not cheap. It was about this was before the pandemic, like $3,500 maybe. Okay, okay. And it just was not wise. I mean, <laughs> it, is a, it is a quick way. I will tell you guys, like you can see where though, we did get 500 eyes on that offer yeah. and they said no. So that mm -hmm. was it to get 500 no's um, yep. organically would have taken a long time. You know, yep. we probably only needed 20 before yeah. we knew that that needed adjustment. So right. I guess um, it just, they're very powerful. And I mean, I, you know, if I could have given myself advice then it would have been to go to 20, knock on 20 doctor's doors possibly, or there's a lot of other ways to try to sell it organically or, yep. you know, and so it's- Have a proven I mean, offer, I like that. Proven offer out before. And um, yeah, and the, the best thing that sells on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm kind of, this is kind of interesting though, is, is really a free offer because we're testing cold audiences. Mm -hmm. Like that webinar, for instance, I did get, we did get 500 people on that free class, yep. but, um, but it's a really good, um, like, because people don't know you, they're willing to come yeah. for free, but yep. it's that whole next step. So maybe test out like on your organic social media, giving to somebody, I don't know, like um, a, a free something to try, or if you own a physical store, come into your store and redeem this coffee. Right. And then they might then become lifelong customers or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I would have the whole thing kind of tested. Yeah, that, makes a, that makes a ton of sense. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, have a budget and have a, a proven offer before you try to just guess. Cause that's, a, that's a, that's a great testimonial. So, all right. Final question for you. I mean, I, I hear a lot about telling your story as an organization and in marketing, what's the key to writing a compelling brand story? Um, well, I think there's probably lots of ways to do it, but um, I think maybe the key is to have a transformation the customer's transformation oh in the story, because yeah, um, we psychology. I'm not a psychologist. I never have been, but I've read a bunch about the about brand yeah. stories, and I've read that our human brains are wired to love the story arc, love a good story, and sometimes doesn't even matter what the context is. We kind of can get we get hooked on the story arc, and the story arc is somebody or something making a transformation going yeah. from point a to point b and i really like donald miller's mm -hmm. um he wrote building a story brand yeah. he um you guys he wrote um, a book if you haven't read it building your story brand where he suggests we make the customer the hero of his journey rather than the business so when you write your brand story you're almost sure to have a transformation in there because you're taking the customer you're the Morgan Freeman of the story, you the business owner, and you mm. guide the customer through his transformation by, and um, yeah. yeah, and there's a, if you need to write your brand story, you guys, and I do think it's a good tool to have right there with your logo and your fonts and your colors. Um, MyStoryBrand.com is a free tool that 
Donna Miller has. He asked yeah. for your email address, but then yeah. you can just basically autofill your brand story. He, um, yeah, and and you have it right there. And so when you need to go create content, you have it, or you can, if you're hiring, outsourcing any mm -hmm. kind of content creation, you can just hand them the brand story. You've already approved it. It's a great tool. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Meredith, this has been great. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we'll have to do it again sometime, okay? I would love that, Kirby. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.